This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors, and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Back after my week sabbatical to move house and stuff. I do apologize for that. And we're back in the hot seat with my man, Gio. Hey, man. Odds are, if you're listening to this and you hear my voice, you haven't blocked me yet. <laughs> You've been at it again, huh? Dropping your <laughs> we memes. We will get to it. We oh. will. <laughs> we will, Gio, uh, and he even knows this one at least. <laughs> it's not a right satin where he has to find out through me. Right, <laughs> no block me, please. Yeah, Ryan, he didn't mean it. He doesn't even know what he did. <laughs> um, wow, it's been a been a busy couple of weeks. Lots of things going on, signings and changes and covids and gut and rumble builds and. Hard to kills. Um, WrestleMania think... announcements. Yeah, yeah. That was quite funny, all that stuff, I have to say. Um, and seeing Cena back is good. I'm assuming then Cena's going to be wrestling at some point. First time out the Funhouse. Um... Telling you, they, they're going to do some sort of Funhouse thing, and he's going to appear and be like, get out, Randy. Stop now. I mean, they could, because one of Cena's best feuds, I suppose, has been all the stuff with Randy Orton, like, in the past. I mean... You know, he's wrestled Orton a lot. Um, but actually, I wanted to start away from WWE. TNA had a pay-per-view since we've been off. It was like a week ago, I, I think, three or four days ago. I mixed feelings on it. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah, so. I've been very vocal in the Discord about said mixed feelings. I mean, it's... <sighs> to me, yeah, it's two steps forwards and one step back. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would, um, I would agree with that. It wasn't, you know, obviously the stuff with Ethan Page and Karate Man. I don't think Ethan was a big fan of that. Uh, uh, no, I posted the thing in the group. That's actually him. It was wow. like I posted it in the general or whatever where he basically was like, that's not what we pitched. We did this on a different way, but they went and did it this way and made it a fucking joke. So is that him done with them? I mean... Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he left. Wow, they killed he, him off. They killed him off. They killed Tyler Valkyrie off last night. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, TNA is, um, is a very strange Which place. I expect, her, I expect her to be in the Rumble. 
Oh, really? Valkyrie in the Rumble, do you think? That's Morrison's woman, of course. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose with Morrison doing all this kind of shtick stuff that he's doing with Miz, maybe keep him happy by bringing his missus there. She'd be a good fit. I mean, we were counting. There's only 20 women on, like, uh, for WWE. Well, if you take out the that, champions, there's only 20 they could put in the Rumble. That so does that include Eva Marie and Tessa Blanchard <laughs> and all these other people who are yeah. probably going to show up that I just I could care less if they show up? Well, I'm guessing we're going to see the usual suspects, maybe like a Tori Wilson, Kelly Kelly, Beth Phoenix. I, I assume to be like the, the usuals, but I am expecting a couple <laughs> of shocks because the women's roster will probably have more surprise entrants than the men's. But I don't know what to expect, really, from the Rumble, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, hard to kill. Is the trouble that TNA is starting to look like AEW's B show? Do you think this is going to hurt Impact and all their work? Fair enough. Um, I just don't know. It was some solid wrestling through the card, but there was no surprises. I mean, I get sometimes you don't need surprises. The best thing that Impact can get out of is a Kenny versus Rich title match. I think that's the only thing that Impact gained from this partnership. You know, I, I... I don't know. And obviously on the back of it, AEW has applied for the too sweet <coughs> trademark. They ain't winning that. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Not even New Japan can win that. No. But what do you make of this, uh, what is it called? Reunion that they've put? I mean... It's not a reunion. Okay. Yeah, because Tonga had some pretty <laughs> imp- impressive views. These are all the people that have been kicked out of Bullet Club. Minus Gallo and Anderson. Gallo and Anderson was the only two that weren't technically kicked out. They kind of just finished their contract the same day that they kicked out uh, Styles. Yeah. Everybody else has been kicked out. Yeah, but Tonga had some uh, had some very uh, that his Instagram because post was he was he everybody's was like oh my god everybody's like oh my god Bull Club's back no Bull Club is still a thing. It's actually the most successful that it's been. Yeah, yeah. They've won multiple world titles. They've won the U.S. title. At one, no, not the U.S. title. Sorry. They won the Intercontinental title. They won the tag title, the tag Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. They won the briefcase. Yeah. Like, they, they've done more without Kenny and AJ and Finn and the good brothers than they did with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a really successful lineup that had going with them. Yeah, and as I say, like, um, Especially- was quite vocal about it because they haven't, it's never broken up. It's never not been a thing. Like, Bullet Club has always kept going and Tonga's been the one that's really kept it going. So, I totally get why he's uh, he was a little bit mad like and uh, he as i say he was very vocal on his um i just what what are you making of aw i was in a stream last night where you know people just constantly bagging down on wwe i was in quite a discussion yeah. in a discord what is, what is with the switcher roles you're the one that's been rather vocal this week on. <laughs> i'm just a little bit tired of it so like i was in the chat with uh, some other people on a, in the Discord, you know, 
and they were saying about how the Alexa Bliss Oscar match has devalued the Royal Women's title and hurt Oscar and all this other stuff. And I just, I don't see it like that. I don't understand it. Like they are trying to book Bliss as like a female spawn of the fiend. So for that, she has to look untouchable, you know, because that's kind of how they booked the fiend. And yet the only way that you would take that serious is if she beats Oscar clean, which she did. Now, this is Oscar, who is a double champ and arguably had the best tw- like year of any woman. You know, she's had she's defended it. OK, not as much because she's been in the tag title picture, but she has had matches with Sasha Banks. She's defended it against Vega. She's defended it against Lana, trying to push more women up. Why wouldn't they do that with Bliss's new character? This isn't like normal Alexa Bliss. This is a new character that they have to make to look strong. Only Oscar, for me, could eat that pin. But I think it's just everything's in a place where doesn't matter now what WWE do. Doesn't matter. There's going to be a flaw. You know, someone is going to find negative in that. I mean... How can they argue that the Royal Women's title is devalued when they've got Cody Rhodes doing what he does with the TV Oh, title? Daniel Bryan, fickle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, it's difficult to have a conversation these days with anyone about wrestling because all they see is... Um, the best, the best way to describe it was, this, it was like a Triple H promo back in like 2014 or 2015 where he was like shooting on the Daniel Bryan stuff. It was like... I'm going to go home, type out my computer, and tweet out my displeasure because that's what I can do. Yeah. And that's all it is. Like, I don't even think people think this stuff. They just watch something that WWE are doing and dig it out. Don't get me wrong. There's some bad of WWE. But I've heard some ridiculous excuses and hot takes. For instance, I heard yesterday in a conversation some dude literally, the dude literally said Mike Bennett was misused and the same as Maria and they had more talent and they should have been used better. The dude was addicted to painkillers. WWE paid for him to get clean. Yep. And they kept him in contract while they were pregnant twice in that little run. You know, how could they use Maria when she pretty much spent the whole time pregnant? And and Mike Bennett's not the best. No. Sorry. No. It's the same thing as as Ambrose. Everybody likes to say that Dean Ambrose was misused in the WWE. Look at his record. He he had multiple title reigns as the Intercontinental Champion. They gave him a shot as the WWE Champion, which fans... Smackdown's first on the split. Which fans shit on because they gave up on him right away. He was given a, 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 a high-tier match, which he messed up against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, there, what more can he do as Dean Ambrose? Yeah. The, the thing is, they want to they blame WWE, but, like, if you actually look, Dean Ambrose loses interest. Look at him on the Stone Cold podcast. I mean, that was embarrassing for him. Like, it was an it, embarrassing show. There's a chance for you to be interviewed by... A, probably the most popular guy in WWE history. He would arguably it's, be in that. It, it's, it's what I call the Becky Lynch syndrome. People jump on a train because they hate somebody, i.e. 
Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. Randy Orton with Daniel Bryan. You know, they, they jump on this train where they're like, oh, I can't stand said person. So I'm going to cheer the underdog guy. Yeah, Kofi Kingston deserves that shot. Yeah, Becky Lynch deserves that shot. And then when they get it, they all of a sudden are like, oh, man, that's I like this person now. So you don't deserve it anymore because you're, you're boring now. And the thing is, like, as those two examples, Kofi Kingston only worked because Daniel Bryan was doing some great heel work. And the Becky Lynch thing only worked because of Ronda Rousey. When Ronda Rousey wasn't there, that Becky Lynch gimmick got old real quick. Like, in my view, because there was no one, no one to challenge. I mean, then on the flip side, they had Shayna Baszler there that they could have used better. The way they booked her in the elimination chamber and then whatever happened after, I think was bad. I totally agree. And this isn't me like trying to defend everything they do because there is a lot of garbage on WWE right now. Um, Raw is hard work at times. It's getting a little bit better, but it shouldn't be. Well, we even had this discussion on what, what the problem is. And I've even said it. I'm, see, that's the thing. People think I'm like this WWE fan guy, and I've even said it. The problem is, is the writers. I'm not a big fan of Bruce Pritchard. Every time Bruce Pritchard has a run, whether it's 92 to 95, whether it's this run, whether it's the TNA run of 2010 to 2013, whatever he touches becomes garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think wrestling and wrestling fans have evolved beyond what Bruce Pritchard's creativity does. I think that's the problem. It might have worked back in the day at points, I don't think it works now, but yes, 100% it's writers. Again, it didn't. Every time he's touched it, it's been the lowest rating years. He was there from 92 to 95, which was some of the absolute dog doo-doo stuff to have to get through. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you know, I've I've been watching since 88, and... I've watched through, I'm into 97 now where they're starting to turn a corner because they spent all of 96 trying to unfuck all his work, you know? (laughs) But guess who left in 97? Yeah. Bruce Pritchard. Anytime he's there, whether it's, uh, even in TNA, look at TNA. TNA was great until they got him in there in 2012 to like 2013 or whatever he was there. It was bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't got that far yet. It's still fun at the minute. Coming up to 2006, I'm excited. Here's where things are going to start to get repetitive because, spoiler alert, Jojar wins everything. (laughs) It's going to be some hard viewing just watching Jeff Garrett as the man. Up until he takes his sabbatical because his wife gets sick and eventually passes away, Jeff Jarrett wins everything. He he beats everybody. They'll they'll throw him against DDP, Monty Brown, anybody that can, and he just beats them. They literally—I don't know if you've seen it yet. There was literally a match of him and Kevin Nash, where the stipulation was: if you use a guitar, you're disqual, you you're disqualified, and you lose your title. So he pulled out a cello. He pulled out a cello. Ah, oh, TNA, back in the day, was amazing. Um, uh, listen, to 
2004 is some of my favorite stuff from them. Yeah, yeah. I love say, the I've just got through that. And I'm coming through 2005 where it's starting to get a little bit difficult. You know, there's a couple of shows where I've sat there like my eyes, they're burning. <laughs> my soul hurts. Um, so you can feel it starting to turn. And Yeah, black rain. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, and it's the same thing, you know, like that's what I, that's my worry. And maybe it's because I've been burnt twice. Like WCW did the same thing to me, 96 to 98. Then it turned and then, you know, like TNA 2002 to 2004, five started to turn. I just worry looking at how AEW books people like Brian Cage this last week, running from a 61 year old oh, man you- with a broken neck, like, you know? And, you know, I look at, you know, I'm not a, the biggest Miro or Rusev fan. I'm not. I never have been. Never really got the hype. But how he's being booked is probably worse than what he was getting in WWE. And what he got in WWE was terrible. You heard my argument to that this week, too. I listed everything that he got in WWE compared to what he got in AEW. He got a WrestleMania main event. He, well, not main event, but he got a WrestleMania main match against John Cena where he drove out on a tank, had a year undefeated streak with the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. He had one of the highest rated, whether people think it was shit or not, had one of the highest rated storylines that was mainly featured on Raw, even above the championship some weeks. Mm-hmm. What Again, it's the same thing as Dean Ambrose. What more can you do with the guy? He's you 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 cannot tell me that you want to see him as a world champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Just I think they want everyone as a champ, and I just it's never going to work. Like I'm tired of hearing like the Cesaro argument. Cesaro has the personality of a fish, you know. I was trying to think of who it was to go back on it. It was AJ Styles. The minute Dean Ambrose won the title, everybody wanted AJ Styles to take it right off of him. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. And that's the thing. You know, it's how that's Yeah. And that's the problem. I just I just worry. You know, I worry for all of wrestling right now. Like I don't see it as I don't see any brand right now really exciting. You know, like I'm watching AEW and the fear of watching Sting wrestle, you know, I just I don't want to see him wrestle as much as I don't want Goldberg to wrestle. We've been gone for weeks, so I haven't really gotten to speak on how utterly angry I am at the hypocriteness or the hypocrisy of Goldberg doesn't deserve a shot against McIntyre. Well, why does he get a shot at him when it's the same thing going on in AEW with Sting? Mm. I'm sorry, but if you're going to say you don't like old men coming in like Goldberg, then you damn well better be angry that Sting is there. Because I I posted a thing about how old he is and how he's as old now as the Stooges were in WWE back in the day. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But nobody wanted to see them. <laughs> Apart from the hardcore title stuff with, with Briscoe. It was great. <laughs> nobody wanted to see that. Oh, I so, loved it. <laughs> oh, God. Briscoe is the hardcore champ trying to sneakily take a sleep. And the ref tried to pin him, I think, was it? Once? Okay, that's... <laughs> Good and great, but the the ending to that feud, I don't even want to think of again. <laughs> they had that broad panties match. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh god! 
Oh, jeez. But yeah, it's, now, it's some the same thing. Ass, like, some smart ass who likes to repeat things on Twitter is going to demand that I fucking watch this match. Yeah, they love your reviews, though, of absolute assholes. They, <laughs> I know who, yours. I see who it is. <laughs> I see you, sir. <laughs> we know who's making these requests. Um, but yeah, like I, I, yeah, I find the hypocrisy quite funny when you think of how much airtime guys like Jericho, Sting, Matt Hardy really shouldn't be getting big airtime when there's guys like Cage, Archer, and Miro barely being used you know and the way they booked cage last week just it's for me it's finished brian cage could easily be their lesnar without a shadow of a doubt they could book him like that taz is a fine mouthpiece to give him like Heyman could definitely be aew's version of that and instead he's running from a 61 year old guy with a broken neck i, I don't know it's disappointing for me but they do don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed the wrestling. Like, I like some of the spots that they do. I really, really do. But I just, I don't know. But again, I don't know what to make. What more can you do with some of these guys in WWE? You can't surely tell me that you want to see. What, what is Rusev going to attain as a, in a world championship reign? Who would he fight? Yeah. Yeah. Who at the moment? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but it gets to a point sometimes where I have to really scream in a pillow because y'all think you know what you want, but you don't know what you want. Yeah, and the same thing, they don't know the answer to what they want, you know? And that is, um, that is completely true. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was funny. It was, it was funny right so we're coming into rumble thing obviously there's been some stuff on smackdown uh with adam pierce which we didn't get to talk about i would say right now, now what, SmackDown is my favorite show. i, I, so I was, was kind of hoping that we were going to see pierce wrestle not gonna lie anyone that's watched him in ring of honor will absolutely know why but i'm guessing he's retired for good i, I as i say i think smackdown right now is the best wrestling show i watch I think it's the one I enjoy the most. It's the one that I make sure I watch. Um, yes, mainly maybe for Roman Reigns, but I like what they're doing with Apollo Crews. I like the fact that they seem to be redoing some stuff with Nakamura. Um, I was about I think, to say, even Cesaro got a clean wing. I know, right? I know. That's all. That's definitely all Daniel Bryan and his right. So you think most of it's Bryan? You think it's Bryan's doing? I'd say Daniel Bryan and I think Edge are over there doing a lot of the writing right now. Yeah. But I, th I think Bryan, especially... I can see with Nakamura and Cesaro being given a shot. Yeah. Like, even to be fair, watching Grand Metalik versus Escobar the other week on NXT, that was really good. Like, really good. I just, the guys that he's mentioned seem to be getting a push. And I like what they're doing with Apollo Crews, this heel Apollo Crews, I think would be really good for him. I think some Crews Big E stuff. SmackDown's doing some good stuff. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe, but what it shouldn't be, it should be Raw that's the best. Instead we're getting. The only thing I'm disappointed with is as much as I like watching Reigns and Kevin Owens go at it, I could watch that match always. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of 
2002-2003 where Raw was supposed to be the better show and SmackDown had the better show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I, why do you think that is? Do you think there's too much pressure on them to create something at Raw where SmackDown they can be a bit more relaxed? And... Because out of everything, they're putting their all-around wrestling talent on one show and that on the other and not splitting it around. Mm. Look, the Raw, look, look at Raw and look at SmackDown. Raw's got Vince McMahon's big, beefy, oily men, while SmackDown's got a lot of the technical and high flyers. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got this, this version of Roman Reigns, which I would say the best character in all of wrestling right now. I think he's got his character nailed. He knows exactly what he's doing right now. Like, I, I never thought I would say that about Roman Reigns, but like his promos are good now. I mean, he's just, he's really, really good. Um, and then the rest of that, that trickles downwards. These people want to step up and, and be the same. You know, I think it's bringing some of the best out of Kevin Owens. I, I mean, it showed the old Nakamura. That, I mean, in that gauntlet match, that was the Nakamura that, we were hoping it joined, you know? David gave him back his theme. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, I, I am surprised that Adam Pearce announced Kevin Owens as the opponent, especially with how Nakamura done. Do you think there's still going to be another twist? Or do you think Nakamura is going to be used? <sighs> do you think it's still going to be Brian that wins the Rumble and goes on to WrestleMania? Or do you think they've now set it up where they could maybe use Nakamura? Maybe Nakamura, but I don't see him winning a Rumble again. Yeah, I don't see him being I a see a raw, I still see a possibility of a Raw guy winning it and challenging him and just smack down having their own number of contenders. Well, I, I saw something on Twitter that I kind of agreed with. I could see a SmackDown elimination chamber with, yeah. you know, you put Owens, Nakamura, you know, Brian, Jey Uso, you know, Cesaro. You could fill that with six really good guys. And then having them face Roman and then having a Raw guy win the Rumble like an Edge or a Fiend even. Like I, I can't see Fiend being in the Rumble with everything going on with Orton, but they could, they could do that. I think he's going to show up, but not as an entrant. He's just going to show up and that's how they're going to eliminate Orton. Okay, yeah, because Orton announced himself for the Rumble. So my guess yeah. is, yeah, there's going to be something. Like, Edge is going to come gonna, back as well. You know. I have a feeling he's going to have a nice little hot streak going, you know. And then, boom, Fiend will show up and get him eliminated. Oh, what they do? Yeah, he eliminates a load. Boogeyman's music hits, and Fiend comes instead. <laughs> You're not getting the Boogeyman. Come on. Stop. And Carlito, I'm expecting to see Carlito. Well, if I don't see Carlito in the Rumble, I will be We can all wish on, on that. Because I, I saw uh, he didn't come to the Legends Night because he didn't want to just have a two-minute Two minute appearance because I think he knows. Carlito, goddammit. Yeah, we need him back. Come on, he's not even that old. He's only in his 40s. Like, if Sting can still go at 60, we've got at least 20 years of Carlito left. <laughs> Bring back the Primo as well. Bring them all back. They can all turn up. <laughs> Bring back the Colons. <laughs> Just that as bullfighters, please. Oh, the, the things that they've tried with those two, like. And they only got released, like, last year, didn't they? Like, hey, I like the... Listen, I like the... The Shining Stars gimmick was amazing, okay? They got to walk around and hand out brochures and be like, go to Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. 
And who was when they were doing the bullfighters one? Who was that little guy with the horns? What was his name? El Torino. El, <laughs> El Torino. Oh my the... god, he was funny. Yeah, we got the WLC match out of that. Yes, we did. The WLC. <laughs> we had like a mini commentating team and everything. Oh my god. See the things we've had to part with. Like from that. Zach Gowan. Do you remember the dude with one leg? Oh my god. Jeez. I know that. What was it? Zach Gowan and Stephanie McMahon, weren't it? Against someone. <laughs> Against Vince McMahon. And then yeah. it led to that like really scary I quit match with him and Stephanie. And it was like, this is very uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like choking around with a belt. Oh jeez. <laughs> I miss that kind of wrestling. I miss that kind of wrestling. Not gonna lie. Vince McMahon is like the church guy. <laughs> He's like walking around watching his hands in the holy water. <laughs> yeah, we've had that and we had Vince taking on Shawn Michaels and God. Well, that's what it was. It was the promos leading up to it. Like, he went in the church and then, like, he dips his hands and he, he in the holy water starts cleaning them. And Shane's like, you can't do that. Ah, <laughs> uh, see what we... And they think wrestling's bad now. <laughs> like, look what we've had to put up with, people. You forget very, very quickly. At least now, you know, look at AJ Ricochet. What a match. Like, some of the moves. Boom, they can Dude, still do it. Like. That everybody's talking about the setup to the, to the Styles Clash. No, that backflip German suplex was yeah. awesome. Yeah, he backflipped over him and did a lifted German. Yeah, I know it's amazing. I mean, do you think that was good for Ricochet? I mean, do you do you, you know, yes? Do you think that would have put him back in favor? It shows what he's got, especially now that he. I, People were saying he was going to leave, but he apparently signed a new deal. So. Yeah, he has, apparently. Him and Riddle have signed a new deal, I heard. Um, which is cool. Um, I think okay. Riddle, you know. Hot take on that. Right. WWE right. must be really taking the tits on Jeff Hardy here. Because now they just partnered him up with a guy who's well-known to smoke pot. <laughs> they just, like, <laughs> tested him, didn't they? They're like his sobriety test. Constantly. They, 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 yeah, they're like, all right, Jeff Hardy, we'll see if you're really clean now. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a drinking angle with Elias and Sheamus. We'll do a we'll pull you with a pot smoker. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to, I, I want to see Elias and Jeff Hardy like separated now. Like, I like the Elias Jackson Riker pairing. I think they actually work quite well together. Jackson Riker looks like he's got his a bit of mojo back. Like looking at the match. How many times are we going to get Jeff Hardy and Elias? Yeah. See, and that was where, you know, just in case people didn't realize, sometimes me and Gio talk bad of WWE. Just putting it out there. This is where they get stuck. They've got two guys that are in pretty good form. People really like. Don't know what to do with, so they just keep making them fight each other. They've done it with, like, like Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. They did it with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens back in the day. You know, there's always that moment where they know people are hot, but they don't know what to do. And we're stuck in that with Elias and, and Hardy, you know. Um, and they need to move away from it because that's what kills momentum and stuff. They desperately have to move away. Um, right. Halfway through. I can't wait no more. 
What happened with you on Twitter this week, Mr. Geo? Well, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll also call this with Idiot of the Week. <laughs> Ryback, my friends. Ryback has been having these mini meltdowns on Twitter. And TikTok. And I added, and TikTok. I added my hot take. And I said, dude, Ryback, more like Cryback, you're literally turning into like this complete nut job bitch who's just whining about WWE all the time. Mm -hmm. And then he posted another thing that really set me off because motherfucker, we've talked we've talked to Cal who's told you like how much wrestling has done to his body. And this motherfucker posts something saying wrestling titles are props and wrestling is fake. And if you still watch it, you're a fucking idiot. And I turned around and was like, right. All right, motherfucker. Just because you can't get a job in any fucking federation, you fuck off. And I posted a meme. And that meme was a picture of him bullying. I forget who it is. Some dude is in AEW now. And Tim Bully, it was back when he's doing the bullying angle, and the guy, the guy did a like he did an enhancement talent job for it. I forget who it is. He's in AEW now, and it the thing says like 2013 bully, and then on the other side it says uh, underused talent, and then on the underneath it has the opposite with Ryback under underused talent. Or it says underused talent on the guy and then bully on Ryback. <laughs> because everybody thought, like, oh, man, Ryback 2013. Dude should be the champion. He's being underused. <laughs> I never and he blocked, he blocked me. <laughs> he joins the list. He joins oh. the list. He joins the list. I don't even know if... See, I was looking at my list and, like, I don't know if I can add, like, there's somebody on there that I'm like, do I really, really consider this guy even a wrestler or remotely even in the wrestling community, even though he does things? And that's JD from New York. (laughs) I don't, listen, he blocked me a while ago. I don't really put him anywhere near wrestling because that motherfucker knows absolutely jack shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, he's been having this big thing with um, Mark Henry as well now on Twitter. I'm guessing you can't see it anymore. But yeah, he's been having this feud <laughs> with Mark Henry, uh, a little well, bit of back Mark and Henry forth. Mark the same thing, like, motherfucker, you can't shit on a business that you were part of. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, he failed. Like, and he's sour. Now he's just sour. And I can't see anyone ever signing him. Um, he, you cannot defend someone that negative as him, you know, like we've seen it all before this nutrition thing. Oh, who's he going to blame when that fails too? I'm sorry to say, I just, I don't know. I don't know. He really believes that WWE is like working with Twitter to silence him. Yeah. Because why? He's not verified because nobody pays attention to his bullshit. And it is, you know, um, you know, and I, I, I knew 
some people were saying, oh, well, Ronda Rousey called wrestling fake and she got told she's a great heel. Yeah, because she hasn't shit on it over a long period of time also, like he has. She also said it to build a storyline. She didn't say it to say it. Yeah. When she said it, it's it was in it was to build towards this whole thing with her and Becky Lynch and how she perceives it wrestling as fake and phonies and she's the bigger like UFC's the bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like she that's the character she created. Ryback was just a failure. I mean You've seen some of his matches. Again, they, they laid it. It's like we said it earlier. They laid it on a plate for Ryback. He literally walked in and got all the shots. He got all that stuff with Punk. Side note. Stuff, you know, before, like. Side note, before anybody gets any ideas, I will not watch Ryback matches. <laughs> Listen, we got we to gotta do for the people. It's for the people. We're going to get to that in a couple of minutes on yeah. what I had to do this week to make up for our absence. Yeah. How absolutely disgusted I was. A um, bit of uh, today news. We may as well. I think it was yesterday, actually. Um, before we get to what matches Gio has watched this week. Keep them coming, by the way. There will be some no's because we don't want Gio to go crazy. Okay. I'm trying to push Coco Beware at a minute and that's finding some resistance. <laughs> <laughs> so just think, you know, don't get too silly. This is probably today's one is probably the limit. Okay. I don't think we could get worse than today's They're one. They're set in your bar. <laughs> yeah. This today's one is is Geo's bar, okay? Before he goes insane, all right. Um but WWE have signed uh former Evolve Tag Team Champion Anthony Henry. Uh apparently he's being traded at the PC of head of uh, NXT debut. This is good news. Anthony Henry is, is great. Um, who was he champ with? And that's the guy I've been trying to think. Was it James Drake? Is that the partner? Can't remember. Yes, yes. It was I him, believe- wasn't it? I think it was him anyway. Um, but yeah, he said, uh, he said his goodbyes on uh, Twitter to the indies, basically. Um, how, how do you see him going in NXT? What do you see for him? I can see good things. He's, he's a talented boy. He's a talented boy. The only problem I have is it was announced on PW Insider and I refuse to pay to read an article. So we don't know all the details. But yeah, we'll thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do it. posted yeah. a thing. Back when, okay. We didn't get the real speak on this either. McIntyre and this whole COVID nonsense. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that too before we end. Okay. Yeah. We may as so, well start feeding into that. Back week. when that was announced, uh, Scott Stepp of Fightful or whatever, like, put up a thing where it was like, I have news on COVID and how it's affecting other people besides McIntyre. It, it, it is an outbreak in a major federation, but pay $8. To which my response was, I ain't believing it if I got to pay eight fucking dollars to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, for me, like, yeah, you can't pay eight quid to read, you know, uh, that covid stuff like i think wrestling guys have um have, you know have, have done really really feel? well like for all the negativity i think all brands i mean looking how mlw is even doing quite well like the salary stuff um i think they've done really really well in this circumstance like all across the board um and of course the thing is with something like this 
there's going to be a lot of people that get it. They said, I was watching the news, that they think by the time this has run its life cycle, 70% of the world would have had it. And that's a lot of hell. That's a hell of a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, for Drew McIntyre to get it, he seems to be doing okay. He still did pre-recorded stuff. Um, and hey, he showed up on Raw. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, and he said he's back next week, isn't he? Back. <laughs> No, he was there. He confronted Goldberg. I don't want to talk. Although I have to say, I know people <laughs> didn't like seeing Goldberg and stuff, but Are I did laugh. My man. Do you know he? I didn't realize he had a heart attack like two months ago. He did. Like fair play to him. Like he's a granddad. He's had a heart attack. <laughs> he's he's Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh, it was horrible, but it was that. It was that funny WWE horrible. You know the one where you're like, I can't watch this, but you don't stop watching because <laughs> you're laughing too much. Um, but yeah, Miz and Morrison doing their thing. Amazing. Amazing. The little comedy efforts at times. You know what would have made it even more funny is if Miz tried to cash in on the fake McIntyre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, they should have done that. Um, I did like... If he cashed in it, and then, like, they do the same thing they've done where, like, Adam Pearce is like, yeah, no, get out of <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like Matt Riddle's tweet where he was hugging Gilberg and said, real legends are your bros, and this stallion is ten times the man Willie G could ever be. <laughs> so Riddle's still taking shots at Goldberg. Absolutely Because amazing. I believe Gilberg actually, he actually trained with, like, in Gilberg's wrestling school for a bit. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, there was a picture he put on Twitter, um, which I thought was he's, funny taking his jab. Listen, he's always been, he, he's he's got one of the funniest Twitters. What was it? WrestleMania weekend, like when he first got signed, he was like taking pictures backstage, hanging out in the golf cart, and he's like drinking Kurt Angle's milk. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there was no milk and catering, bro, so I had to go find my own milk. But yeah, Matt Riddle, uh, Matt Riddle is a legend. Um, yeah, and I did like that. Um, obviously, we wish, uh, hope everything's okay with Drew McIntyre and stuff, but he seems to be well handled and caught quick and got out. Right, so, yeah, what are we, 40 minutes in? Um, do, I, do, do I have to talk about this? We could talk about, first of all then, um, Aiden English did an interview saying that he'd be very interested in signing with AEW, and working with Miro again. Um, so what do, you th what do you think about that? Do you think that could be a thing? Do you think that would help? Or do you think that would be... I've always liked Aiden English. I've, I'm a very big Aiden English fan. Yeah. No, I was too. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Totally agree with that. Like, I actually liked him and Simon Gotch. I mean, it's the same. Believe it or not, I believe he had more to do with Rusev Day getting over than Rusev Day did get, or Rusev did get over. 100%. I've, I've always said Because that. it was the, it wasn't Rusev that was getting over. It was the entrance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was the entrance that got everyone hyped. It wasn't, um... It was him coming out seeing the damn entrance. Yeah, 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 totally. Because that got you all wild up for what was coming. Um, which, I, I, yeah, I totally think it was a lot to do with Aiden English. Because if you look, when they split them, it went all a bit sour. 
you know he couldn't carry it on uh couldn't carry it on his own um so yeah i think um I think it was. Uh, I think it was. I think it'd be a good move, and I think it'd be good for me. Oh my god! I just thought of something. What is it with every feud of Rusev having to do with somebody trying to sleep with Lana? Well, have you seen her? <laughs> no. Have you dig back on this? <clears throat> he did the John Cena thing, and then right after the John Cena thing, he feuded with Dolph Ziggler, who was trying to sleep with Lana. Yep. Then he did this Rusev Day angle. Where Aiden Inglis trying to sleep with Lana. Then he did the angle with Bobby Lashley. Where Bobby Lashley trying to sleep with Lana. That is actually true. What is with all these? And even the stuff when The Rock come back that one time. It was Rock backstage saying that he had a good night with Lana too. Do you remember? And Enzo Amore. That was Enzo another Amore. one, remember? Yeah. Enzo yeah. Amore was like walking in on her getting dressed and flirting with her. Well, what is it with me? What was it with every feud being Rusev's wife? <laughs> Holy shit, I just found a hot take on that. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's why he's not working in AEW. Get Lana in there, quick, save it. <laughs> <laughs> what she? <laughs> you broke my Xbox and screwed my wife. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, oh. Right, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll... One sec. We'll do one last thing. We'll just do the little updated Royal Rumble card because I know this one's difficult for Gio. Uh, the updated card is obviously Drew v. Goldberg, which we've touched on. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens is going to be a last man standing match, which could be fun. So far, the men announced for their Rumble is Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Otis, The Miz, Jey Uso, Cesaro, and Jeff Hardy. Still 21 more to be announced. And in the women's, Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler. They have all declared themselves for the Rumble. Uh, I'm still going with Daniel Bryan. And I'm now thinking that it might be Alexa Bliss for the women. Okay. I always thought it was going to be Bianca, but I just, I just feel like they're really going to put all their efforts into Alexa myself. That's my initial Jerry the King Lawler picks. Jerry Lawler used to always make me laugh. It'd be like everyone that entered. Oh, he's my new, he's my new favorite. <laughs> like two and then they'd get, away, yes, they talking about. they'd get eliminated. <laughs> I told you he wasn't going to win. I'm going with him now. <laughs> yeah, that's my new pick. What? <laughs> I think it was like 96 where he was like, it's definitely Vader. No, Yokozuna. No, it's Diesel. <laughs> Yeah. Except for the one year in 95 where he stood with Shawn Michaels the whole time. It was like, yes, he won. I told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerry Lawless. Right. As per request, no more story. No. More stories. We, are, oh, we have the oh, wrestling Discord God. and obviously on our wrestling Twitter. And we suggest people for content that you want to hear us to do. We get a lot of requests to redig up. Old wrestling, like what we used to watch, what we've watched this Dar week, because we Dar do Dar watch gets the, Dar gets the good shit, like <laughs> TNA 2002 and 2003. Y'all y'all just mean to me. <laughs> and yet, Gio. So let's just have a think back. So Gio's had the Mountie. He's had Greg the Hammer Valentine. Okay, Mountie was good. Week. Greg the Hammer Valentine was bad. And this week, who did you get, Gio? Bastion Booger. <laughs> not much I can say about like 
Yeah, he fought a bunch of jobber matches. <laughs> but his yeah. first off, his theme music was just gurgling and the some dude saying, I'm the booger man. <laughs> like it literally just went I'm the booger man. It sounded like some dude was just farting or he was really constipated. <laughs> How is that an entrance theme? Oh, God. It's a dude with a tummy ache, and people bitched about right to censor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, but <laughs> decided, oh, man, I didn't get enough Bastion Booker because it's just squashing jobbers, which isn't too fun. So I was like, what is this? He's on commentary for a Monday Night Raw? The absolute worst thing. I could have, this, this man's eating pizzas, hot dogs. And, you know, he was eating dog food. Like he just kept eating food the whole night. And then at the end of the end of the show, Vince is like, Good night, everybody. He just proceeds to throw up. <laughs> I hate you all for this. So this which is... ones did you watch? Did you watch him falling in love with Luna Vashan? You... <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> he lost my count out because he just like tried to hug her. Yeah. That's all I, I remember him from. I think he was no, on No, but I remember him from the most. From what I remember him from the most is he had that fucking Survivor Series match where it was Team Bam Bam Bigelow versus Team fucking Doink. Yeah. And none of them were Doinks. None of them were Doinks. They were like Men on the Mission Doink and Bushwhacker Doink. Yeah, it was the Bushwhackers, weren't it? Yeah, and the Head Shrinkers were on that Team Bam Bam as well. Yeah, it was the Head Shrinkers, <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow, and Badger Booger, and they all lost because they were slipping on shit. Like, the one dude was like, the one Head Shrinker was like eating a piece of chicken and like was having a tug of war and then slipped. He got pinned. One dude slipped on a banana peel that he was because he was eating bananas. Oh my god! Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Oh, I hate you all for this. (laughs) Y'all just mean. I do remember he did beat Owen Hart once, didn't he? Like clean. I think I remember that. (laughs) I think. I think that was the only one. I remember, like, speaking of Coco, I know he, I, I think he, I think his last match was against Coco Beware before he'd come back. When did he come back? It was the 15th anniversary, was it? He returned. Um, I think he was on that. I ain't gonna complain too much if it's Coco Beware. <laughs> I ain't got no goddamn. Coco Beware was always entertaining. This is just disgusting. Yeah. As I say, like, it was just he, didn't even, he had like he was wearing like puke gray and it was all looking. like too small and stuff weren't it and yes <laughs> yeah. his boots were like a booger green it was oh god he's basically like the unwanted hunchback of notre dame he was all <laughs> <laughs> well that was his gimmick before this he did uh friar ferguson where he was like a fat friar yeah yeah and he, like, to be fair, like, he, I know he was, it was way back. Like, he was on WCW. I'm pretty sure he had, like, a pretty big feud with, like, Kevin Sutherland. And pretty sure he's had matches against Ric Flair. Like, I don't know. It just become a bit of Friar Ferguson. That was it. Oh, my God. The Friar Ferguson. Yeah. It was like he dressed up like a monk for, like, two weeks on Raw. 
Amazing. Y'all think you got it bad now. You watch anything from 92 to 95, Vince Mm. McMahon hated people with jobs. I don't know if these people would piss him off or what, but like he 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 had trash man, hog man, dentist, race car drivers. That Duke the Dumpster Josie read it. But man. he had a double job. Reap IRS. You know, when you look, like, yeah, it was. It was just like takes on jobs, wasn't it? Like it really was. Because I have a feeling that these are all people who was the who in life like guy. They, I've always said it. these are people in life that at one point or another did their job wrong and pissed Vince McMahon off. Whether it was the trash guy skipped Vince McMahon's house by mistake and left his bin full, or a dentist pulled his tooth without Novocaine, or the IRS gave him an audit. Like I always thought that he was just like, "Oh, I'll teach you, motherfucker! I'm gonna make a character out of you now." Oh God. The cop, the the police want to indict me on steroids. Big boss man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must have been. As I say, I'm just because he always made them heels. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like he made them heels as in, like he wanted the crowd to boo them because they had this job. Well, Henry Godwin. It was Henry Godwin was because fucking the right. He he perceived WCW as. Pig farmers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pig farmer. I actually felt a bit sorry because it's like Henry Godwin was actually a really good wrestler. Like it was just that gimmick was never going to make him a star. You know, like it was never going to. Like I, I used to like the Godwins. Yeah, you know, I know he become Naked Midian, one of them. It's like, <laughs> 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 hot take again. I will not, will not watch Naked Midian. <laughs> <laughs> Adding this in now. There's your bar. You yeah. will not get no because he didn't really. I, it's not fair. He didn't really have matches more of. He just did run-ins and street. <laughs> <laughs> I think Amazing. he had like one match where he fought for the European title against Regal at a random pay-per-view, and that was it. The rest where he just like ran in, showed his butt, and left. Yeah, pretty much. Good old naked Midian. Can't beat it. But there you go. So from the friar, which was like a mad monk. Didn't they get in trouble? Like the, the Catholic church, like slammed them <laughs> for the friar stuff. And then obviously yeah, into so. Bastion Booger. As I say, all I remember of the feud is the stuff where he fell in love with Luna Vachon, who was a scary looking girl, by the way. Um, but yeah, I remember that. And then he just kind of disappeared after that, really, didn't he? Into 94. And then just become a bit of a cult hero. Old Bastion Booger. So there you go. How many matches of his did you watch? I watched like three of his jobber matches. Like I said, they were really just same old, same old. He sat on the guy, beat him. So I ended up watching that raw and regretting it. <laughs> I was just like, what is, why is he so featured on this? And I'm like, oh, it was because it was around the time where he got rid of Bobby the Brain Heenan. So he was just throwing in random people as commentators each week to, to fill time until he found somebody and like he would just have them do random shit and like it was just a whole full show of Bash and Booger like eating pizza and hot dogs and everything at the announcer's table while announcing and at the end of the night he just regurgitated it all. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was just like, ah, oh, I hate you all. <laughs> Guys, keep them coming. Keep them coming. 
<laughs> we are open to suggestions. Drop it in the Discord. Uh, come no. join into the wrestling Discord, by the way. There's a lot of different he is open opinions to suggestions. in there. a fucking bad match. <laughs> they dare, I want to see Derry do this. Why is it on me? <laughs> because your reviews are the best. I'm just a mere host. A mere host. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, keep your suggestions coming if you want something me and Gio to look at, to review. Obviously, keep the, the weird ones to, to Gio because he loves it secretly. <laughs> but no, do keep them coming. We got, uh, next week will be a full Royal Rumble preview, which will be exciting. Looking forward to that. Um, I always love the Rumble. And so we'll be uh, love- throwing our predictions out. The Rumble is like my second favorite to Mania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Rumble is where, like, I, I I start to get, like, excited for WrestleMania. Like, Rumble feels like, you know, like a reset almost. Is where they, like, okay, what we did last year was garbage. And, like, here's a reset button. They can sometimes use. And if ever they needed to do that, this year is that year, I think. Like, if they can use the Rumble to maybe hit a little bit of a reset button. But I just know what's going to happen. Goldberg's going to win the title and everyone's going to lose their mind. Goldberg ain't winning the title. I hope not. I don't think they'll do it. I don't think they'll do it. I think they're just con- like contractually obligated to make his two matches. If he does, he'll lose it at WrestleMania to, to McIntyre anyway. More notoriety. Yeah. McIntyre's had a really good year. Like, easily superstar of the year. Considering it's his first main title run with no crowd, he's done really well. Like, him going over Goldberg is something that Brock rarely did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, now's the time because I think everyone will basically go, oh, my God, we know Goldberg's going to win, blah, blah, blah. And then they could pull a bit of a switch by having, you know, when you think that Goldberg's just squashed everyone that he's ever faced. So, be interesting. But we'll review all that next week. So nice to be back. We apologize again for the day absence. I've been moving house. I had to wait for internet. It's all on me. Gio's been sat here waiting um so this, this last week has been on me but we're back into the swing of things now um make sure you go check out your nova use your discount code like we said at the beginning um and obviously it's time to feed the cat <laughs> so, well, <laughs> yes <laughs> there you go and uh geo i'll see you next week my bad all right